In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In his short poetic book named Pond, River, Ocean, Rain, Find Peace in the Storms of Life, Charles Lattimore Howard reflects on how God can perhaps best be understood as water. He writes that there are times in life when God shows up as a calm pond. And sometimes God is best understood and known as a rushing river that never stops. And sometimes God is like the rain, refreshing and nourishing a source of life. Every time I return to this book, though, I'm captured again by how compelling his idea of God as ocean is to me. God as vast and wide and overwhelming as our human being minds can possibly imagine. And because our gospel lesson today has Jesus walking on water in the middle of a storm on the ocean, I turned again to Pond River Ocean Rain, wherein Charles writes, Life has taught me that every difficult night ends, and the light of the morning always enters our windows. Every night ends. Each storm season of our lives ends. But how do we survive these long, sad stretches? When I hear our gospel, I can just imagine Peter, confident but weary from a long night of fishing as he steps out of the boat and onto the water. And then as the strong winds literally pull his robes, he becomes afraid. I wonder if he thought about how he would survive such a long, sad stretch. I can imagine his heart racing as Jesus reaches down and saves him and says, you of little faith, why did you doubt? One of the distinct and difficult things about being Christian in the 21st century is that it's all too easy to read the Bible, especially the dialogue parts, with our own inflection and presumptions about how a conversation would go. In response to Peter's fear and sinking Christ's words that many religious scholars and preachers have tended to put a scathing, criticizing voice on, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? I've heard sermons that cast Jesus' response as a vitriolic reprimand that mocks and shames Peter. But the way we read the words of Christ matter. And I hear them less as a reprimand and more as a gentle affirmation like a parent to a kid who's learning how to walk and you know that they can do it. Come on, buddy. You have little faith. Why did you sink? I don't think our gospel lesson is really one that provides a shame-inducing level of expectation 
that we should ha all have enough faith to walk on the ocean in the middle of a storm, but rather one that celebrates Peter's vulnerability of his willingness to try and lean into his faith even after a long night of fishing on a boat battered by waves. Whenever I encounter a story of one of Christ's miracles in our sacred text, the important thing for me is not just to take in the majesty and wonder of the miraculous event that points to Christ's divinity, but I also always want to make sure I'm aware of what is the good news of that miracle. And by good news, I don't just mean what makes us feel happy. I mean what the writers of the New Testament literally meant by calling them gospels. The good news being a literal translation of the Greek word for gospel. The good news. The good news is news of salvation and liberation from sin and estrangement from God. So when I hear Matthew's account of Jesus walking on the water, the question that feels most present for me is what is the gospel? What is the good news of this miracle and of Peter's attempt to answer Christ's call? The good news, I believe, is that Christ sees us in our most vulnerable moments and still longs to be in relationship with us. Because for Peter, his faith was not so little that he continues to believe that Jesus is a ghost walking on the water, but rather his faith is so grand that he steps out of the boat and it's not a gentle morning breeze that brushes our hair that caused him to doubt. It was strong winds that literally caused a fishing boat full of men to be moved away from the shore. Peter is not without faith. But there are doubts that come and chip away at that faith that originally motivated him to step out on that water. To me, the good news of this miracle really isn't even that Christ leaned down and saved Peter from sinking, but that even after crippling doubt, Christ's response to Peter was to bring him to safety, to join the others, and to calm the storm. To me, the good news is that we can cultivate this same gentleness that Christ greeted Peter. Even when we face strong winds that knock us collectively and individually off our faithful paths, we can be faithful. To me, the good news is that a life of faith is not one that is without doubt but rather the fullness of faith, all the mistakes, all the mess-ups, all the moments of little faith are seen and loved and valued by God. 
The good news is that God meets us with gentleness in this moment, just as Jesus met Peter with gentleness out on the ocean. And to return to Charles Lattimore Howard's understanding of God as water, he says that God reaches with a relentless love, never giving up on us, even if our fear drives us to run. This is how God loves us, relentlessly, like the waves of the ocean. When I think about the miracle of Jesus walking on the water, I'm reminded that the good news is that God lo God's love reaches for us relentlessly, like the unceasing waves of the ocean. And truly, the only faith can exist is in this context of God's abundant love. It's a shame to think of how many Christians, myself included, <clears throat> have spent so much of our lives of faith worried that God's love cannot handle the fullness of our doubts. When I hear the story of Jesus walking on the water, what is most important to me is not the miracle of Christ. It's that even in the face of doubt that threatens to drown Peter in the choppy ocean, Christ leans down and pulls him out. To lean into the fullness of our faith, the story of Jesus and Peter out on the water tells me that our faith requires us to take risk, to grow and transform, and even occasionally to doubt. Our faith is not complete without it. Because the good news is that God's love is like the waves of the ocean, relentless, vast, and far deeper than we can imagine. And the good news is that we can show up in our faith communities and to God fully and vulnerably, just as Peter did as he stepped out onto the water. And the good news is that we can have faith like the ocean, even and especially when we doubt. Thanks be to God. Amen.